In a viral video last week, Z Van Fleet spoke at a school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia. Her remarks called out the school district for teaching critical race theory and equated it as the American version of the Chinese Cultural Revolution. Ms. Van Fleet immigrated from China. She said she was taught critical theory as a young student growing up in China's schools. Except instead of using race to divide people, the indoctrination focused on class. We'll look at critical race theory and public education and suggest ways you can help protect your children in today's episode of Analysis Behind the News, where we provide the perspective and the plan to help restore American liberty and independence. Ms. Van Fleet was six years old when the communist dictator chairman Mao Zedong unleashed the Chinese Cultural Revolution. As Mr. Art Thompson wrote in his book, China, the Deep State's Trojan Horse, the Cultural Revolution empowered mobs of the Red Guard students to attack their local teachers and commune leadership, putting them before mob-led public trials similar to those in revolutionary France. If found guilty of deviating from what Mao said in his Little Red Book that had been distributed to the youth of China as a guide to politically correct thought and action, the punishment ranged from public disgrace to being beaten to death. He concluded, a great many intellectuals were murdered or removed from leadership of schools and intellectual pursuits. All in all, China suffered intellectually and economically due to these programs designed to purge all individualism and free markets from Chinese society. So why in the world is it showing up in America's public and even some private classrooms? The answer is nearly as old as time itself. Just as Lucifer headed a revolt in heaven against God's perfect order, there are forces today focused on revolting against the family, the building block of civilization. By attacking it and remaking it in the image of equity, equality, and inclusion, these collectivists are shaping the next generation of leaders. In so doing, they ensure traditional American heritage is cast out, and along with it, the very concept of American limited government that is designed to protect God-given rights. But, as Ms. Van Fleet pointed out, critical race theory focuses on race and creating social justice warriors out of the students, presenting anyone who's white as an oppressor while minorities are the oppressed. Writing in a special report on education for the New American magazine, Dr. Duke Pesta suggested, the exclusive purpose of critical race theory is the disparaging of Western culture, the canceling of Western creators, thinkers, and achievers, and the projecting onto maudlin white people the racist burden of inescapable guilt for all the evils of the world going back to the beginning of time. Now, we should mention that these evils do not even need to be real. Much of the storyline of CRT is propaganda. Yet, Dr. Pesta continues, the genius of the critical race theory con is its success in convincing gullible white people to cower before their unoriginal scapegoating and racist culture shaming. These efforts have led to quite a number of inroads being made not just in the public and some private schools, but unfortunately throughout government and private enterprise. As Pesta points out in his article, not only has President Joe Biden committed billions of dollars for public schools willing to create new ways of incorporating critical race theory in their classrooms, but Miguel Cardona, the new Secretary of Education, is gathering support for overriding current curricular programs 
with critical race theory initiatives. Wherever there are subsidies or large government involvement or regulation, you'll probably find this type of garbage. A personal example showed up in my email inbox from United Airlines. On April 7th, the company sent out an email with the subject line, Our Commitment to Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. In the body of the text, it said, Last year, we became the only major U.S. airline to own a flight school, the United Aviate Academy. And this week, we announced we're going to train 5,000 new pilots by 2030, at least half of whom will be women and people of color. It was signed by United's Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer. Underneath the signature, it reads, We launched cultural awareness trainings for all onboard employees to better engage with all our travelers. As someone who used to regularly fly with United, I was never concerned with the skin color of any of their employees, and neither should they. Their list of qualifications should never include something as racist as the color of someone's skin or even their gender. Customers are only concerned with safely and timely getting from point A to point B at a fair price. But placing the emphasis on color instead of character is the name of the game for those who bow before the great progressive God of critical race theory. Now it's one thing for adults to believe in such nonsense, but it's entirely a different matter when this propaganda is indoctrinating our children in the public school system. When children are not able to discern for themselves what may or may not be true, they take this as the gospel truth. Due in large part to the COVID-19 government lockdowns, parents across the nation are discovering critical race theory in their kids' curriculum and are pushing back. Many school boards are being challenged by honorable parents who wish to have the truth taught to their children instead of some cultural Marxist mumbo-jumbo that directly attacks people based on their skin color, further dividing the people, making chaos out of the order. A handful of red states have banned the curriculum but how many still include Common Core, the international curriculum designed to make global citizens out of your kids? You might be surprised when you start to research it, which brings us to the next question. Should we even have a public school system? Back in 1986, the New American published an article by William Jasper called Separation of School and State, in which it made the case that early Americans did quite well without government schools. Mr. Jasper went on to provide the origins of public education. He wrote, By and large, the individuals most instrumental in establishing government control over schooling were socialist and secular humanists who were more imbued with the ideas of Robert Owen, the father of socialism, and German philosopher Georg Wilhelm Hegel, Karl Marx's major mentor, than with the constitutional principles and biblical morality that held sway during our founding period. An updated version of this article was recently published and Dr. Pesta added an afterword to Mr. Jasper's article in which he wrote, After reading the intentions of the educrats mentioned in this article and hosts of others unnamed here, it is abundantly clear that the creation of a public school system was a matter of control, not education. One in which compulsory government schools ripped children from families divorced them from their faith and their local communities, and remolded them in the image of materialists, atheists, and socialists. 
The more you dig into this, the more you learn of the nefarious nature of the agenda behind public education. There is so much more to it than the mere surface scratching that we did today. One way to learn more is to read the special report from the New American. All of the articles we mentioned today from the New American are from the special report titled Save Our Children. This special report on education also includes articles on government schools versus Christianity, rewriting history to remake America, LGBTQ plus effects on children, plus an interview with a former superintendent of public education who spent her career trying to reform public education who now says it is an impossible endeavor and that parents should pull their children from public schools. She said, the single most disconcerting thing I learned as superintendent is that neither side of the aisle truly wants to change the government system of education. The left clearly wants to use the system to indoctrinate our children against Christianity, free markets, and Western civilization, forcing secular humanism on them and introducing them to dangerous sexual practices at very young ages, thus turning, their own, thus turning them against their very own families and nation. Meanwhile, the right has abandoned classical education, logic, critical thinking, and individualized learning, replacing it with what amounts to little more than soulless and mindless exercises in career readiness, a fancy way of saying drone work, and utilitarian job training to fit the needs of industry. Many on the right believe in longer school hours and extended calendars to help the working parents they've sent into the workforce to pay taxes to fund the government schools. Keep in mind the New American came out with a similar issue called Rescuing Our Children in 2019. And since then, the situation in public schools has gotten much worse. Given the remote learning forced upon students and parents during the government lockdown, many parents have learned that they indeed can handle teaching their kids at home or are pursuing other private educational opportunities. One of our affiliates, Freedom Project Academy, offers a true classical curriculum for K-12 students steeped in the Founding Fathers. Classes are delivered live or recorded through the internet without any critical race theory or common core curriculum. Once students get up to speed, they usually find themselves challenged and ahead of their public school peers. I should know, my son just completed his first year at FPA and I'm looking forward to getting the rest of my kids eventually enrolled. As parents, grandparents, or concerned patriots, we owe it to our children to give them an education that does not seek to confuse them or indoctrinate them with propaganda, nor focus on skin color over character. Rather, they should be given the opportunity to be taught how to think and not what to think. The best way to do this is to get your kids out of public schools as you are able. Help us expose this awful agenda behind the public school system and even some private schools by not only sharing this video, but also the special issue of the magazine. Buy in bulk to get the best discount and distribute these to family, friends, neighbors, church members, school board members, legislators, and other opinion molders in your area. Then head over to fpeusa.org for options for enrolling kids into Freedom Project Academy. Fall enrollment ends July 23rd and slots are quickly filling up. The John Birch Society is dedicated to continuing the experiment of freedom the Founding Fathers started centuries ago. We protect and restore this experiment 
by offering a national model of grassroots activism, publish the truth through the New American, and build the next generation of American leaders through Freedom Project Academy. What other organization can claim this type of reach? Apply for membership today and begin working with others in your area. Links are in the video description. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and be bold, patriots.